18 seconds left. He's got the snap. Back to pass. Up in the pocket. Shooting it long and deep. And it's picked off. They got it. Terrence Mitchell's got it. And it's all over here now. They can't take it away anymore. 11 seconds left to go. Mitchell takes the football. He's going to run it down to the best fans. The most patient fans in the league. Right to the dog pound. Up and in he goes. Check, check. Welcome to the Dogs of War podcast, brought to you by the greatest Brown-specific meme account of all time, Angry Browns fans. I am your host, Raleigh. This is my co-host, Kevin. This is it. Episode number one, the inaugural episode. Long time coming. How's it feel? Feels pretty good. I'm nervous. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot riding on this. So I will work out the kinks. There's going to be a lot of kinks to work out. A lot of kinks, indeed. If we say um too much. Fortunately, the loyal Instagram base of the Angry Browns fans Instagram will definitely be able to tell us what we're doing good and bad, yes. which we're going to be counting on heavily. Yeah, If you're listening, it's probably because I promoted this podcast from the Instagram account. Or they lost a bet. Or they lost a bet. Whether you are a loyal Browns fan a Fairweather Browns fan, a Bandwagon Browns fan. Welcome aboard. Or you're not even a Browns fan, but you think that our Instagram account's cool. Whoever you are, welcome. With open arms, with tears in my eyes, welcome. This is a non-denominational fan podcast. Yes, we are. We are a welcoming people. You can be anything you want. I mean, you could be a Ravens fan, a Steelers fan. Hopefully yeah. not, but you're welcome nonetheless. There is weirdly a high amount of followers we have that are Steelers fans and Ravens fans. I noticed that. And I'll get DMs saying, hey, man, I'm a Ravens fan, I'm a Steelers fan, but I really like your page. Let's talk about what this podcast is, what we're going to do, what we want to do. There's a lot of Browns media out there, especially right now, 2019, the season that's about to start, obviously with all the hype, the new players, the expectations. There's many different shows. There's the local Cleveland radio. There's other podcasts. There's YouTube. There's Instagram. There's Twitter. Let's talk about what we're going to try and do differently here to make this a must-listen podcast on a week-to-week basis. Correct. Once a week, 20 to 30 minutes. We're not going to be one of the one to five hours podcasts. We're not here to break down what should be done on third and seven or how they should utilize Jarvis Odell. Baker, Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Najoku. This is the Muni lot of podcasts from the pregame, the game, postgame. We're not breaking down play-by-play. We want to talk about the thoughts, the feelings, the big plays. We're definitely going to have people on for different interviews, different guests appearing on the show. We're going to break down things that Freddie says. We're going to have some new segments. Again, this is the biggest work in progress right now, similar to the Browns itself. I think it's safe to say episode two and three will sound nothing like episode one. Yeah, it's kind of like, did you ever watch The Office episode one? Mm-hmm. It was still a quality product, but they figured out their adjustments. They caught their stride towards the end once they got into season two, and uh, we're probably going to go down that same route. 
hopefully not a whole season, but there'll be a lot of changes. Yes, there will be changes. But as mentioned, we're not sports analysts. We're just regular guys who love the Browns. We are here to celebrate the fans. I like to think that we're kind of funny. Looking. Give us feedback on the Instagram machine. If you don't follow Angry Browns fans, do it. If you don't have an Instagram account, get one and then follow and then message us feedback. Thanks for listening. Buckle up and away we go. There are about 4 billion people in the world who are riding their hopes on this team. Are they going to thrive? Are they going to bust? Are they going to be average, slightly above average? As a casual fan who's lived and died through the waves of disappointment time and time again, what are your thoughts? The Browns facilitate any and all happiness I have on Sundays during the football season. Actually... Seven days a week during the football season, but mostly on Sunday, like pretty much everyone listening to this podcast and yourself. There's a lot of people out there, ESPN, the blogs, the other sites, Twitter, a lot of talking heads out there with a lot of debates going on right now. Are they Super Bowl contenders? Are they going to be a bust? Are they going to be at least a playoff team? Here's what I know, and here's the mentality I'm taking going into this season. We have... Obviously, some incredible pieces on this team right now. The Browns are very, very, very good on paper. On paper. Am I excited and do I want a a perfect season in a Super Bowl? Yeah, obviously. But at the same time, we have to be real, in my opinion, and just let's get to a winning season first. Give me like nine and seven, I'll get a tattoo. Don't quote me on that. Let's try to win the division for once. Let's just get to the playoffs. I want so many things for this team. I love that every player getting interviewed in training camp these past two weeks is saying Super Bowl or bust. That's why we're here. If you don't want that, don't be here. But all these debates about are they Super Bowl team? Are they not? Are they contenders? Are they not? They're good on paper. Until they go out onto the field and do something, they are still the Cleveland Browns we've known for the past many, many years. I love Freddie. It's his first year as a head coach. I love Baker. He was our starting quarterback for half a season last year. Yeah, he had a historic season. He's incredible. He will end up probably being my favorite Brown of all time. Shout out Jim Brown, though. That's where I'm at. (laughs) Talk is cheap. All the players are saying the exact same thing I'm saying right now. I have nothing but the highest hopes for this team. We got to be real. We got to wait to see what actually happens when they get on the field. So what you're saying is you want them to be Super Bowl contenders, but you don't want to get crushed emotionally by setting false expectations. Is that accurate? Hope for the best, expect the worst. Isn't the Browns motto? Has been the Browns fan motto. This year we're actually serious. So I basically disagree with pretty much everything you just said. Good. But I understand what you're saying, and I will 
respect your opinion. My thoughts are, last year, turned around the locker room culture. Before uh, the 2018 season, Cleveland was a place where your career went to die. If you said you wanted to win the Super Bowl, if you were a player, I'm pretty sure you'd get laughed at. I don't have proof to back that up, but I feel like it's a given. In uh, I feel like people would not disagree with that. It's true. Now, they turned around the locker room mentality last year. I think Jarvis Landry was huge for that. Play like a champion, act like a champion, train like a champion, champion-related quotes, whatever. They have the talent on paper, as you said. But what I think is badass is that the coach, the players alike are saying, yeah, we're good on paper. We still have to prove ourselves. And they're working for it. They're playing with a chip on their shoulder, Cleveland against the world, and they have talent. Yeah, there is a uh, there is a target on their back, but they know it's there, and they're welcoming it. And they are saying, bring it on. Baker Mayfield gets a lot of uh, flack from the media. Like, Not that I care about what the media says. Oh, he's a hothead. Whatever. He gets vocal on Twitter. Well, yeah, every time he's vocal on Twitter... He is backing up his guys, and he's backing up the city. That's the kind of guy you want on your team who you want to follow into combat. Freddie Kitchens, he's got a lot of gems of quotes, but the gist of what he says is, we uh, haven't done anything yet. We're good on paper. Whoopty hell. Whoopty hell is a Freddie Kitchens quote. What he's saying is that we haven't proven anything yet, but we're going to work for it. And, yeah. It's talk, it's cheap, but that's what I want you to say. That gets me fired up as a fan. That's what your guys want to hear, and that's what you follow into combat. This is what's going to make this podcast fascinating because we're going to be on completely separate sides of the spectrum for a lot of things, which is perfect. Oh, yeah. That's, that's uh, about as Cleveland Browns as it gets. Controversy. It sells. Sex sells, and then second to sex is controversy. I am all in on this hype train. And worst case... They bust, whatever. We've been there before. All right, we talked about this upcoming season. What are our personal expectations? You said yours, I said mine. I want to hear, in your opinion, the three most important people in the Browns organization right now today. I'll start with number three. I think Jarvis Landry is number three overall. Number two is Baker Mayfield. Number one is John Dorsey. Jarvis, and you said this year, but I think he was a big part of last year and will continue being a big part of this year. My reason for listing him is not necessarily his on-field production, which is solid, but continually turning around the locker room culture. That has been a huge weakness for the Browns over the years. He's very vocal, but he's also a leader and I think people rally behind him. We're not here to die. We're here to win. Baker Mayfield, for obvious reasons, I think he is a franchise quarterback that we have waited for since 99. And he is a leader. I will follow that man into combat. John Dorsey is number one because he brought over Jarvis Landry and he picked Baker Mayfield and he continues to draft studs. What are your thoughts? Don't disagree with any of those. For me personally, I'm going to start with John Dorsey. My favorite thing about John Dorsey is his first week with the Browns. He went into the locker room after the game. I forget who they played that week. 
and he just sat in the corner of the locker room and just watched. He wanted to see who talks to who, who behaves like what, and then started cutting the fat immediately. One of the first moves he made was cutting Kenny Britt. I'm not the kind of fan to trash talk ex-Browns players for the most part, but I went to the Browns-Lions game that year, and Kenny Britt was supposed to be our stud receiver. And in the fourth quarter, there was a glimmer of hope. I don't remember what the score was, but he ran and he did an out route. And then he took himself out for three plays. Dorsey was here for 20 minutes, and after he sat in that locker room, he cut Kenny Britt, who was obviously an absolute atrocious locker room presence, terrible teammate, terrible signing. That was step number one. So right there, he was setting a tone, and I love that. He's my number one most important person right now because he needs to keep setting that expectation where if you don't want to be here, you're gone. If you're not here on the same page or everyone else, you're out of here. And that has to be the mentality. Number two, Freddie Kitchens. This is Freddie's first season as a head coach. We all love Freddie. His quotes, his appearance, his southern charm. Southern draw. His southern draw. But he's never been a head coach. Did him and Baker click and kill it for the second half of last year? Absolutely. He has to take that same mentality from Dorsey as well. If you're slacking, if you're not working hard, if you don't want to be here, you're gone. Look at Belichick. Look at Mike Tomlin. Look at those teams. If you screw up, if you're an idiot in the locker room, an idiot on the field, you're out of there on Monday. That's why those teams have been successful because they have that zero tolerance policy. That's the mentality that we're getting towards, and I think we're at right now. But again, we got to see what happens the rest of this year. Third, obviously, is Baker Mayfield. He's a young kid. He's under an absolute microscope right now. I think he's got the personality and the swag to back that up. But again, this is his first full season starting quarterback. He is our franchise quarterback. We've been waiting for this kid for 20 years. I cannot wait to see him this year. He is my other and most important part of this team right now. I can't guarantee much about this podcast. I will guarantee some of the hottest takes will be found here. Spicy hot. We don't quite know all the segments we're going to have yet on this podcast. One segment we know 1,000% is going to be on here is something we're calling the Muni Lot Payphone. Every week we're going to open up a hotline for people to leave voicemails after the Browns games. Anything you want to say, your opinion on the game, hello, how many beers you drank, what you're doing in the Muni Lot right now, that is going to be the direct link from the fan base's podcast, we're going to pick the top ones, the funniest ones, the drunkest ones, and play them right here. Let's get into that right now. The first time we're doing this, there's obviously not been a game played yet, but we opened it anyway. So everyone that called in, we appreciate you. These are going to get better and better every single week. Dog check! Oh, oh, oh. Let's go, baby! Super Bowl all day, baby! Yeah! Let's go! Let's go Browns, baby! Woo! Yeah, hi, this is Aaron Rodgers, and I'm just calling to say that I've been getting a lot of flack for this beer-chugging contest and Baker Mayfield shotgunning a beer so well. Um, guess what, guys? I don't even like beer. I don't prefer it, so it's really not much of a contest that I would call fair. 
if it would have been an organic smoothie chugging contest, guess what? I'd have whooped his ass. But anyway, it's just just feel like it's wrong to judge a man on his ability or inability to drink beer, and uh, that's all I got to say. Go pack. What's up, Angry Browns fan? I think you're really cool, and I think the Browns are going to go to the Super Bowl this season. And let's go, Browns. We're going to go 16-0. and We got this this year. So um, I'm happy that the Browns finally are good once in my short 13-year lifetime. And I uh, hope you guys can do some stuff this season and uh, make sure Baker chugs more beers. Last week on Instagram, I asked the loyal followers, the Dogs of War is their unofficial name, hence the name of this podcast, to send in the greatest Browns-related fantasy football names they could think of. Here is the list of the elite. Starting now. <laughs> Whedon My Brownies. Spelled like Brandon Whedon's last name. It's probably funnier when you read it. Hot Chub Time Machine. Taco Dell. Dirty Landry. Phil Dawson's Creek. Ooh, that's my personal favorite. <laughs> Orange Schobert. Baker's Dozen. Miles Hycho. Crispy Kareem's. Crispy spelled with a K. Girls Gone Bob Wiley. Bob in parentheses. Taki Saki Bombs. Mayfield of Dreams. Maker Rainfield. Cushion Red Wine. Outstanding work from all those that participated. You made the list. Congratulations. Sorry I didn't give you individual shout outs. Thank you to everybody that participated. This makes me think that we need to get the Instagram followers involved as much as possible. We have to. Yeah, various shenanigans. No question. We're going to come up with shenanigans on a regular basis. We don't know what those shenanigans will be, but they will be enjoyable. Uh, Kevin, what are your thoughts on other types of reoccurring bits we should have? I want to hear what the Instagram followers think. There's over 20,000 followers of that account. I think we're going to have... 23,000. Ooh, not to brag. <laughs> I think we're going to be inundated with ideas and suggestions. And obviously, we are but two schmucks. There's a lot of crowd out there to give us ideas. And that's why I'm going to say this a thousand times. But this first podcast, this first episode, will sound nothing like episode two, three, and so on. This was short and sweet. This was episode number one of the Dogs of War podcast. The number one Browns podcast. The newest Browns podcast. And hopefully, one of the shorter Browns podcasts. Coming up, we're going to be doing episodes to recap training camp, Freddie quotes, and most importantly, we're going to be bringing a lot of interviews on this podcast. A lot of very special guests. It's going to be a lot of fun. The gloves will come off on this podcast at all times. There's going to be no rules, no restrictions, no regulations. We're going to be saying and asking absurd things. And that's why we're going to be bringing on the guys who will give us the best answers to those questions. Am I right? I, I hope so. I mean, it makes sense. Have some confidence in me and us. Join us next week as we bring on Odell Beckham Jr. for our first ever interview. Just kidding, but we do appreciate you listening <laughs> to the first ever inaugural episode 
of the Dogs of War podcast. Please follow Angry Browns fans on Instagram if you have not already. Join us next time as we dig further into training camp, have an interview or two, and keep talking about the upcoming season. I'm your host, Kevin, joined by my other host, Raleigh. Good night, Cleveland. No. Uh, warm-up's not really, but when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. <laughs> I, 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 I care to expand on that. I just woke up feeling real dangerous. <laughs>